0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super pumped for my next guest. So sit down, relax, grab a cup of coffee and prepare yourself for an, an incredible conversation. He is a Smart Livingology Quilly Award winner, a three times bestselling author, keynote and TEDx speaker, life altering coach, consultant, three times blue speaker and a best selling co-author with Jack Canfield. Please welcome Dr. Leica, Dr. Leica, thank you for joining us today. Like, wow, is all I have to say. Well, Deanna,
1: it's really a pleasure to be here. It's always a pleasure to be on, on your shows at shows like this.
0: Yes, thank you so much. Well, you have a lot to share. I don't even know where to start. I typically like to say, you know, tell us a little bit about your background, but I feel like if, there's just so much to Well,
1: let me me just tell you, I was a leading cosmetic dermatologist, you know. Uh, I was there at the beginning of Botox. I was at the beginning of all these things, lasers that were starting. and, And I helped develop many of them to where they are today. So it was quite a journey. But back in 2003, when I was at the start of my career, I was walking in Disneyland with my wife. And my wife turned to me, what's wrong with you, bud? Yeah, You know, I was taken aback I, for once in my life, I hadn't done anything wrong. I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't even thunk anything wrong. You're but being the perfect pers- husband. <laughs> yeah, she, she persisted. She said, what's wrong with you? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. She said, listen to your foot. Well, my right foot had suddenly mysteriously developed a foot drop. You know, your your brain is designed to lift up your foot with each step you're taking. Well, mine wasn't lifting up it was flapping on the pavement with each step that i was taking oh wow Uh, she said did you have a stroke i said dear if i had a stroke i probably wouldn't be doing this i'd be doing something else weird she said you know when you get back you better get this checked out well deanna when your significant other says to get something checked out what do you do you do it you do it and so i saw dozens of doctors i saw hundreds of doctors and You know, they did cat scans, they did brain scans, they even did scan scans. And you know what they found at the end of the day? What was it? Absolutely nothing. Oh, wow. So, you know, did it go away then? Well, no, it kept on persisting. So the doctors did more tests and more tests and more tests. You know, that's what a doctor does when he doesn't find something wrong. He wants to find an answer. So he does tests and still at the end of the day, they found nothing wrong. Okay, so they sent me to a world leading neurologist, and this is a guy that is the brain guy. He has all the all the pieces to all the puzzles. And so I walked in optimistic that he'd solve my problem. Yeah, I said, hi. He said, hi, back. You better be sitting down when I tell you this. You have ALS Lou Gehrig's disease. Get your affairs in order. You're going to be dead in six months.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: You know i was taken aback i said is there a way to prove this diagnosis he said yes on autopsy
0: oh my goodness
1: so i i was mad i said you are a quack i said you're crazy i said i have a dropped right foot i don't have any of this but but you know Deanna, when you go through this you go through phases you go through anger of course you're angry you've been told something you didn't want to hear I was mad. I was mad at my wife. I was mad at my children. I was mad at my patients. I was mad at my staff. They yeah. knew something was wrong, but I couldn't tell them that I was dying. You know, there was no way I was going to admit that. Yeah. Then you go through bargaining. Oh God, please don't let this happen. I'll do anything if you don't let this happen. But yeah. I thought God wasn't listening, at least not that. You go through denial. Sure. You deny that anything's happening. So I'd work, I'd work 12, 14 hours a day, and my right foot would still be misbehaving. But then my right hand became misbehaving oh, as no. well. I was right-handed, but I was smart. I learned how to be a left-handed okay. surgeon. Okay. I, I did everything left-handed rather. But you know, there weren't human tools invented for left-handed surgeons back then, so I had to invent myself and help develop them along the way. Oh, and then. God you go through depression Deanna have you ever been depressed oh yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's the worst I mean you have black days and black nights you just don't have any purpose in life how you've yeah. lost your purpose in life you're gonna die so yeah. you stay in bed staring at the ceiling saying why should I do anything yeah so you know I wasn't gonna let that happen I wasn't yeah. gonna die by ALS the person gasping for air so I was going to kill myself. I decided that that was the way out. So I went to my wife before I did anything like that. I said, dear, what do I have? She said, I haven't got the faintest idea, but you can figure it out. You're smart. Yeah. I said, dear, I went to hundreds of doctors. They couldn't figure it out. She said, you're smarter than that. You'll figure it out. I love that. Well, back in 2003 to 2005 something brand new was invented I think it was invented by Al Gore it's called the internet you ever hear of that
0: no I mean how we're communicating today is like a miracle like
1: like, wow but 2005 and 2005 it was primitive you had to put your phone on a cradle and the cradle would go and it would go for like 15 minutes and then you had to communicate by these primitive language like dos because you couldn't type in words you couldn't type in anything like that there were no pictures there was no video there was no audio this was the way you had to communicate yeah. And you know, the internet then was a bit like now. It was like the world's best resource but was full of garbage cans. And you couldn't find the good resources from the garbage cans that were there. Yeah. But thank goodness I had friends that were nerds. They helped to find a doctor for me in Colorado <laughs> Springs, Colorado. Okay. His name was David Marks. And he had a story very similar to mine, okay. but he got worse much more rapidly. And what happened is he was on his deathbed and doctors from around the world were coming to say goodbye to David because he was so well-known. And a doctor from Texas came up to David and said, David, I don't think you have ALS. I don't think you have Lou Gehrig's disease. David whispered, because that's all he could do at that time, he said, what do I have? The doctor said, I think you have chronic Lyme's disease. I think you were bitten by a tick. And it's mimicking this terrible disease called ALS. And he said, if I'm right, I can start you on treatment and you'll get better. Oh, wow. And a miracle happened. David was started on treatment. And like Lazarus, he arose from the dead. Yeah. And within two weeks, he was back to his regular self. So is that what happened to you? Well, I got in touch with David. I phoned every hospital in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and I got in touch with him. He said, come down and see. I went down. He started me on treatment. He said, Dr. Laika, I think a miracle has happened. He said, I think history is repeating itself. So that's exactly how I'm here today, that I got through the storm. I got through the, the, but you know, when you go through something like this, you wonder, did you really do all the things that you should have? Did I really love? Did I, I help people? Did I really matter? Sure, I'm a top cosmetic doctor. But really, is that all there is to do that? And and so I started helping people. I started giving back more. And I gave to a charity called the YWCA. And I sponsored an event called the Women of Distinction event. And a wonderful lady by the name of Harriet Tinka decided to apply for one of the awards called the Turning Point Award, which is giving to a woman that changed her life around. Now, Harriet was a world-class model walking the runways of New York and Milan and Paris. But she got tired of that dog-eat-dog industry. And she went on to become an accountant in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And there she went to university to take this. And there she was met by a psychopath who kidnapped her, stabbed her, and left her for dead.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's terrible.
1: But... You know, she ended up in the hospital. She doesn't know how she got there. She met a young girl by the name of Amber, who was a, a wonderful young girl, who was kneeling down the hallway in a wheelchair. She had lost use of both of her legs in, in a car accident and lost both of her parents in a car accident. But she was happy as a lark. She said, you know, I'm still alive. I'm going to make a difference with the world. And yeah. she challenged Harriet to make a difference with the world as well. So Harriet had applied for this award so that she could meet me and she wanted to meet me to help say, Dr. Leica, we got to write a book together. And that's where we wrote this book called The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And it's based on our experiences and the 13 golden pearls we found as a result of our experiences. And, and that's how this book came about. And it became a best seller during the great pandemic of 2020. Hey Dad, how you been, what's going on? Well, uh, not too much, we're in cleaning time. Well, did you weed whack,
2: did you get the carpets cleaned? I know, I know mom's all about that, so I I, (laughs) wanna make sure we're ready to go. Well, yeah, uh, I got the gutters clean. that's about it. That's it? Well, when I said weed whack and all that in the carpet, I kind of meant like the Manscaped 4.0. It's a little more personal. I understand. Yeah, it works oh, awesome. I, have you tried this? I have tried it, and it works wonders. It really it does. does. Yeah. Okay. This is pretty cool. And uh, see, it comes with uh, with an LED light. And I, I understand it's waterproof. It is waterproof. It works well. I tried it. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good product. It's a great product. I've tried other ones, and they're just so noisy, and and it's they don't uh, they don't cut very well. Wow, that's really good, Mike. Where do we get this? Well, you know you can get it at Manscaped.com, uh, and while you're at Manscaped.com, you know that we got a code so we get it cheaper. Really? Yeah. What, what kind of a discount can we get? We can get it at label-free 20, and it gives you 20% off the product, and it gives us free shipping. And uh, you know I've tried some of the other products there, because they got these all-new premier products, uh, like this here it's for your it's a deodorant now is it for underarm or other places or made it you know i deodorant? tried but it's for the underarm okay that's 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 where it's at and you can also get it at the uh, manscape.com mm-hmm. same code we're using the code again label three twenty. label three 20 off free shipping, free shipping. Well. I mean, how can you go wrong with that right wonderful
0: uh i can imagine that is like a very heart-wrenching story like i don't know whether to like just cry or smile or like I mean, that's that's, um, that's very touching that uh, you guys connected and you wrote a book. So can you share with us a few of those maybe you know, pearls? I'm going, to, I'm
1: going to turn to one of our chapters here and read to us a little bit too. The first pearl is love. And, and of um, course it should be the first pearl because that's what makes us what are. All of us are here because the love of our mother, our father that helped us to get where we are. And here's a quote. I believe that dreaming is stronger than reality. Desire is more potent than apathy. Hope is more powerful than despair. Joy always triumphs over sorrow. That laughter is the ultimate cure for man's foibles. And I believe love is stronger than hate, the greatest gift of all. That's a quote from myself as we start this chapter. And each chapter has a story in it. So I'm going to share the story of love to you. Okay. There once was a little three-year-old girl. She was angelic and had red curly hair. She always was singing and playing. She never walked. She skipped everywhere she went. The world was her oyster. From sunup to sundown, everyone who saw her, had a smile on her face. One day, her father punished her. For wasting a roll of gold toilet paper, a gold wrapping paper. You see, money was tight. Yeah. And he became infuriated when the child tried to decorate a shoebox to put under the Christmas tree. Oh, wow. Nevertheless, the girl brought the gift to her father the next morning on Christmas Day and said, this is for you, Dad. The man became even more mad when he opened it up and found this empty box. He said, don't you know when you give someone a present, there's so supposed to be something inside? The little girl said, oh, Daddy, you're so silly. It's not empty. I blew kisses into the shoebox. They're all in there for you, Daddy. The father was crushed. He put his arms around his little girl and begged her for forgiveness. Only a short time later, a tragic car accident took the life of the little girl. Her father kept the gold wrapped shoebox by his bed, and for many years, whenever he was discouraged, he would take out an imaginary kiss and remember the love of the childhood, put it there. And when he closed his eyes, he could see his little girl. He could even hear her giggle and feel her on his lap. He actually felt her kisses in his mind. He felt that she was there with him. Many years later, the man died of a broken heart. He went to heaven. And there was St. Peter at the pearly gates. St. Peter said, to enter, you must give me something very valuable. I can't let you live without it. The old man gave uh, St. Peter the most important thing he owned, the empty shoebox. Uh. St. Peter smiled and said, enter me, my friend. You have given me the gift of everlasting love, the most valuable gift of all. And inside, he was reunited with his precious daughter. He smiled; she smiled at him and gave him a real kiss. "I missed you," said the old man. Dad. "Why, Daddy?" said the little girl. "I never left you. When I died, God made me into an angel. When you opened the shoebox to get a kiss, I gave you one. I giggled in your ear and I sat on your lap. I will always be with you. I will always be your little girl."
0: Oh, my gosh, that was beautiful. And it just goes to that there's a lot of lessons there to uh, to learn from from that story. That was beautiful. So did you guys come up with that? Where'd you find that story from?
1: This is a story from an anonymous author. What we did It's for every pearl that we put in this book, we came up with a story either a unique one or one that we found and put into the story. So we really did our research and put it that way. So each each chapter begins with a quote, then there's a story, and then there's the dialogue that Harriet had between each of us as we wrote this book. So you could be a fly on the wall and literally listen to us writing the book together. So this book is a very unique book, and it's something that everybody should look at and take to heart and let them heal, let their own souls heal. You know, right now the world is going through a funk and the world's going through a a very hard, tired place. And this is a gift to the world so that people can hopefully get to a better place and get beyond. You know, this year and the years following could be the best years we've ever been in or they could be the worst years we could ever be in. It's our choice whether we allow the best to happen or the worst to happen.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I I, yes, that's why I choose every day to wake up happy, purposeful, joy, you know, peaceful, and just full of love and grateful. Grateful for the life that God has given me. You know, because I, I, you know, yes, when you go through different things that are traumatizing or life changing, it opens up your eyes, and I think you reach a new level of spiritual awakening that that uh, it's our, it's our purpose and our responsibility to share that with others. And so, and
1: that's why, you know, I retired in 2019 and I use my, my platform, my speaking program to share how people can live a fantastic life and so on. Every guest, I ask them two questions. One, I ask them, how do you live a fantastic life? And then I ask them also, how do you recommend others live a fantastic life? Mm-hmm. So everybody can have a greater uh, breadth of knowledge and and understand that the keys to that are at your own grasp, you truly can decide whether this will be fantastic for you or not. And yeah. if you take the high path, the high road, you'll be much better rewarded.
0: Yeah, amen to that. Yeah, that's very true. You know, you definitely have a choice and you got to get out of your own way, get out of your head and, you know, just decide. You have to decide what you what you want and what that looks like for you.
1: And the main theme of my book is it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. And, and that is, I think, the key to a lot of the experiences with life. Yes, crap is going to happen. Yes, you're going to have failures. Yes, you're going to have problems. Yeah. But you have the power to turn those into successes. You have the power to allow that to occur. You know, Thomas Edison, when he was inventing the light bulb, uh, failed thousands of times. But each time he did that, he said, no, that's not a failure. I found another way that didn't work, you know? Yeah. And, and that, I think, is something we have to realize with all of this. Uh, our failures are only failures if we call them that. Or we can right. use them as learning experiences to get to another level.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I don't believe in failure. I've... I've... I look at it like I tried, I did not succeed to the level that I wanted to but at least I tried, you know, putting forth that effort, taking a risk, you know, I so I don't necessarily at first I look, you know, I tried to become a a fashion designer and at first I, I, I looked at as failure because I didn't get to the place I wanted to monetarily. But overall, I was a success being, you know, building a great brand, going after my dream. That was something I'd always wanted to do. And it was very I faced a lot of fears. And so yeah, I don't believe in I don't believe in failure. I feel like if you make that step towards a goal and you actually try to accomplish it, that is a success in itself.
1: I, I think so. And you know, all of us to get to our goal, I think if you take three little baby steps each day to get there and do those baby steps your goals will always be that. You know, think of it three baby steps today and do that for a month. That's 90 baby steps. Now do that for a year. You've got over a thousand steps towards your goal.
0: I love that. Is that part of your coaching that you, that you offer? Oh yes, for sure. (laughs) I think
1: it's important that people take the little things and and, and learn from them and, and get that way. So that's part of the coaching I do. So if anybody needs some coaching help and to get them out of their funk and so on, please check on me. You know, my website is Dr. E R Ellen, a L L E N Lyca, L-Y-C-K-A, Dr. com And get in touch with me. I'd love to help you if I can do so.
0: And where can they find your book?
1: You know, it's available on Amazon. It's called The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life and it's available both in a Kindle form and in paperback. So I'd encourage you to, to check it out. I, I think you'll love it and I think you'll really enjoy it.
0: Awesome. You guys, I'm gonna put those links in the show notes, so don't hesitate to reach out. Obviously, Dr. Doctor Laika is full of wisdom, his, his incredible energy and wanting to make a difference in this world. So if you connected with the story today and his, what he read out of his book, go and click those links and go support him and connect with him. You also have a show that is syndicated on an um, AM station, correct?
1: Yeah, my show is on AM-FM 24-7. It's a syndicated radio show. It occurs six days a week. And uh, we are either at the drive time in the morning or drive time in the afternoon on several radio stations. So AMFM 24-7 is where you can find us. It's called How to Live a Fantastic Life and it's uh you can find a lot of archive shows there as well so just look it up under that name how to live a fantastic life and also listen to it live if you don't have the stations in your area you can get it on TuneIn, which is an app T-N-I. tune in, which is a free app you just have to listen to the advertising on it and you'll be able to uh be able to hear this Listen, I have a lot of fantastic guests and a lot of people that will help make your life a better experience, and that's what I hope to do at the end of the day.
0: Awesome. I'll make sure I put that link in the show notes as well, you guys, so you can go and check out his show on AM FM 247 20, 240, network. Uh, Dr. Leica, this has been an absolute honor. We are running out of time, but I'd like to ask for any last words of wisdom um, or advice you'd like to leave with the audience. Remember,
1: it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. Remember that. And so make it happen. Don't just sit there and let it happen to you.
0: I totally agree with that. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radolescu with Label Free Podcast, Live Your Best Life, You Must Live Label Free. Please don't forget to share, comment, follow, rate, review, all that good stuff. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.